Welcome to Exquisitely Aligned. You may be on your path to having it all, the house, family, money, and world travel even, and feel grateful for all that you have accomplished. When suddenly something shatters your ideal world, it shifts your perspective. You realize, or maybe even decide, having it all isn't all that. It may leave you feeling unhappy, unsatisfied, or unfulfilled. You're left wanting something even more fulfilling, but you can't quite put it into words. Others, they just don't get it. They try to pacify you. And that, that may leave you feeling guilty. I get it. I've stood in your shoes. Hello and welcome. I'm Gina. Today we'll be discussing why you deserve to win. And more importantly, why you need to escape the judgment and the guilt that often accompany up-leveling your life. I've always found it interesting. Well, probably more saddening. Yes, saddening is the right word. When others don't support us in up-leveling our life. You see, I believe I was born to uplift others in any and every way possible. I believe that each morning I rise to be better than I was the day before. And I believe the same about you. I believe each day you rise to be better than yesterday because each day we learn about ourselves. We learn about others. We learn, well, about a whole heck of a lot of things, don't we? And I always have been a self-help junkie or addict, I guess. I guess if you're addicted to something, self-improvement is probably okay. It can be harmful. Well, not harmful, but it can take us off the right path if we don't use self-improvement wisely. For more on that, you can watch Don't Let Self-Help Swallow You Whole. Okay, let me come back to where I was originally going. Why is it that we are judged for improving ourselves, refining our gifts, bettering ourselves? I never understood that until I was in my 30s. You see, I married Mark. Mark was, a, was and still is a family doctor. And I found very quickly that although I was proud of him, I was judged because of him. I was now a doctor's wife. Why? Why was I being judged because I married a doctor? What does it mean to be a doctor's wife? Really? I certainly wasn't trained or prepared for this. Was there an email, maybe a text or a handbook that I was supposed to read on what it means and how I should act as a doctor's wife? For all I knew, I was still Gina Meyer, Gina Marie Meyer, I guess. And after completing all the name change paperwork, I would soon be Gina Marie Vincent. But I still looked the same. I still sounded the same. And I definitely, definitely felt the same. So why the judgment? I just couldn't understand it. This not only happens with who we date or marry. This happens when we change jobs or careers. This happens when we buy a nicer house, a nicer car, a nicer boat, a nicer airplane. I don't really know what you buy, but you get the picture, right? What do all these things have in common? 
Well, they all involve up-leveling. You up-leveling your lifestyle, you up-leveling what you put out into this magical world. And when you are grateful for all that you have, you oftentimes feel guilty for wanting something even more fulfilling. Well, is it you on your own feeling guilty or does judgment make us feel guilty? Why is it that when we are truly, I mean truly grateful for all that we have, all that we've accomplished, all that we have created for ourselves, for our family, for our loved ones, you name it, that we feel guilty for wanting something more. Well, let me share a quick story with you. I'll never forget it. About 18 years ago, I was once telling a very dear friend that I wanted more, something even more fulfilling for my life. I was speaking from my heart and hadn't really told anyone else except for my hubby, my desire. Much to my surprise, now remember, this is a close friend who knew me longer than my husband. She quickly said to me, what are you talking about? You have it all. You have a great husband, a son, a beautiful house, and you just came back from a vacation in Italy. Well, I was shocked. I was I mean, dumbfounded. I couldn't believe my ears. I didn't know where to look. I could feel myself holding back the tears. Certainly, she didn't understand what I was expressing to her. I didn't want more things. I was grateful for my husband, my son, my beautiful house, and the ability to travel the world. I only wanted fulfillment. I admit, it was difficult for me to find the right words. What the hell is more fulfilling, right? I had no idea if I did, I would have quickly, and I mean in a New York minute quickly, been on my way to going after what that was I wanted. But at the time, I couldn't put it into words, nor did I know where to find it. I also quickly realized that I should never mention this. To anyone ever again. For I was judged and I certainly didn't want to be judged. Being judged, well, it doesn't feel good. It actually felt shitty. <laughs> I, it left me feeling lesser than. I knew what I desired wasn't a life or death situation. I also knew that I had food, shelter, and clothing, things that many people around the world struggle with. But does that mean what I am yearning for should be judged? Does that mean what I am yearning for I am unworthy of? Does that mean I should not listen to my heartfelt desire? I quickly decided I should be quiet. I decided to no longer give it a voice, a voice to the universe, a voice to anyone else. I guess I kind of buried it. I realized I was going to have to figure this shit out by myself. And so off I went, feeling sad and alone. No one understood my yearning. No one could help me discover my more. No one supported my desire for more. And worst of all, I was once again judged. Think for a moment when you have been judged. Reach out to me. I love hearing from you. How did it feel? And more importantly, 
what did you do? I've always been someone who likes to people watch. I was trained to do that when I was at FIT, the Fashion Institute of Technology for college. We had a people watch for fashion trends, but I believe I always have been people watching. Their clothing, I get that from my maternal grandmother. Their hair, well, that's from my paternal grandparents, two uncles and aunt who owns hair salons in Germany. I also love admiring jewelry, facial expressions, hand gestures, the manner in which people communicate. And there I am with my hands. My Italian hands are always moving. I'm still learning how to avoid hitting the mic. I love watching the way people communicate. I love connecting with people, longtime friends and new ones as well. I never met a stranger. So after all these decades of people watching and chatting with others, this is what I've surmised. Some people judge us for the following three reasons. I'm sure there are more, but for today's purpose, let's start with these three. We live in a world that begs us to conform. It asks us to follow the rules and play the roles. This creates fear and lots of fear. Fear in ourselves, fear for anyone who might try to attempt to escape the one-size-fits-all paradigm, right? Fear for those who want to escape status quo, the tribe, the group, whatever you want to call it. Fear of failure, so first you have fear. They may judge you out of fear for you that you may feel fail. Fear that you will leave the group or the tribe. Fear that you might leave them. Next, they may feel envious that you have the courage, the courage they are missing, the courage to escape the rules and the roles and the one-size-fits-all paradigm that has roped so many in. They would like to escape, but they are fearful to do so. So they become jealous. Yes, that might be the better word than envious, jealous. They become jealous. They become jealous because they realize they are lacking the courage that you have. So we have fear and all the things that accompany fear. We have some who lack the courage, so they become envious or jealous. And finally, we have belief systems. So we are contending with cultural beliefs, religious beliefs, beliefs that were passed down many generations on our maternal side, beliefs that were passed down many generations on our paternal side, beliefs based on our gender, beliefs based on our age. I know you've heard people saying in passing, a woman of a certain age should or she shouldn't. And this is not just reserved for females. No, this happens to everyone. Back to beliefs, beliefs based on where we live. Yes, even where we live. I'm 53 born and raised on Long Island, New York. Yes, that's the accent you hear. I used to apologize for it, but now I realize I must be proud and own it. It's part of who I am. Then in my early 20s, I relocated to Charlotte, North Carolina, where I met and married Mark, had our son and adopted our daughter from Guatemala. And then in summer of 2020, we followed our dreams to Orange County, California. 
During our 22 years, yeah, a long time of marriage, we've owned four houses, never mind where we lived prior to meeting each other. And each place that we lived had beliefs, not ours, but those of the people surrounding us. I think you felt what I'm talking about. Beliefs can also be from a group. Maybe your tennis team, the gals at the country club. I've heard people say, what are the ladies going to think? Or what are the neighbors going to say? When I drive up in my new, you fill in the blank. I don't know what you drive. Okay, I think I ranted long enough about that. Just to recap, after the rant, we had touched on three different reasons why someone might judge you. Fear, sadly, many people live in fear. Lack of courage, their lack of courage to leave the rules, the roles and conformity, and it makes them jealous or envious. And last, but definitely not least, belief systems. The belief systems we were raised in, the belief systems we ourselves bought into. Today, I want to explain why it's so, so, so important for you to win, right? At the beginning, I said you deserve to win, and you truly do. I'm hoping to win you over, pun intended, to see what I see in you and for you. For a moment, let's forget about the judgment and move to positive side. You winning. You living the life you were born to live. You being exquisitely aligned. But first, let me share some important information. Because you may not have gotten this message from others. So I'm here to relay it to you. And if others have already shared this message with you, that's fantastic. That excites me but today I'm here to reinforce it for you. So here we go. You are safe. You are safe and you will succeed. You will find your real uh, or your soul friends, however you wanna call it, the ones that lift you up, the ones that listen to your desires and find ways to support you in them. Yes, they are out there. I have a few myself. And you only really need a few of them because that's all you really will have time for. You'll be supporting them and uplifting them as well. Your cup will overflow. Incredible, right? Talk about fulfilling. Relationships like that are so rich and meaningful and fulfilling. Okay, back to those truths. Another truth is you. You are boundless. I see that. You are not ever meant to be held down, not to be held back, not to be strained, restrained or tied down. You fill in the right word. You are unique. You don't fit the one size fits all anything. Never mind the idea of conforming. You are extraordinary. No one can or should have authority over you. You are your own authority. If you need more on this one, listen to conformity isn't the answer or the one or and I guess the one size fits all life. Okay, where was I? Yes. And I believe your heartfelt desire is for freedom. Freedom to be who you were born to be. Freedom for you 
to express your truths, your desires, and share your gifts, live from them. I feel I have to say this, so here it goes. You have permission to win. Not that you needed that, but sometimes, sometimes we may feel like we need permission. And yes, some days we just need to hear it in a voice other than our own. Because for so long, we've been conditioned to listen to others and follow others. So if today you need permission, I feel you and I'm voicing it to you. You have permission to win. Here's something else important I must say, besides you have permission, you are needed. As you know, we're moving into the age of Aquarius. Okay, well, some will argue that we are already there. No matter the case, we are moving or shifting towards a more divine feminine energy, a yin energy. That doesn't necessarily mean women, but the feminine side within each of us or all of us. And you have that energy. You were born for now, especially if you're listening to this podcast. I know you were born for now. It's your time, really. You have the ability to make big changes when and only when you win. When you become exquisitely aligned, that's when you become exactly, and I mean exactly, what you see missing in the world today. You know how you see this beautiful world outside your window, but you know in your heart there's room for improvement? Well, that improvement is you. It is you courageously achieving your something even more fulfilling. It won't work if you don't win. If you let other people's judging you take you down the way I did when I was originally speaking about my more to my friend some 18 years ago. Don't downplay yourself like I did. Don't downplay your truths. Don't downplay your desires. Don't downplay your gifts. You are worthy. Feeling unworthy has been around for centuries. It has. It's outdated. It's unhealthy. And it's time for a change. You are worthy. Remember, as an exquisitely aligned person, you become exactly what you see missing in our world today. And that is exactly why you are here. It's why you were born. If any part of this seems difficult or challenging for you, please reach out and schedule your gratis session at exquisitelyaligned.com forward slash more. I'll help you discover your what's next so you can continue to win and live your something even more fulfilling. Because our world is missing exactly what you have to give today. Join me in winning. Till next time, be exquisite.